Welcome to Women Weekend, a podcast that helps you heal spiritually from trauma in relationships, childhood, and early life conditioning to shift from a place of codependency into a divine feminine state of love, harmony, and abundance. On Women Waken, we begin the journey to waken from the illusion of needing to prove our worth into the divine experience of knowing our worth. I'm your host, Whitney Walker. I'm a licensed mental health specialist, and I specialize in substance abuse, addiction, trauma, and spirituality. I'm also a fellow human being who has experienced most of the issues that I explore on this show. On today's Identify and Heal solo episode, I'm talking about the power of pausing and pushing through impulsiveness. I wanted to tap into this because I've recently realized the benefits of not giving into impulsive urges, desires, and things that you think you want in the moment, yet if you just push through, you might be happy you did. So take a listen and enjoy. Hey everybody, Whitney here with an Identify and Heal solo episode. And on today's episode, I'm getting into the concept of the power of the pause and the power of pushing through those moments when we feel in that moment, in that second, in that time that there's something that we want, there's something we want to do. We know it's a little bit impulsive. We know it's kind of rushed. We know it's sort of a heightened sensation, emotion that we want to act on. However, is it what we really want? And how will we feel in an hour, that evening, that night when we go to sleep, the next day, if we make those choices, do those things? There's also the concept of allowing for pause. This is another thing that's been on my mind recently. So there's the power of pushing through impulsiveness. So, and that relates to the the topic of and the focus of these episodes, which is identifying heal is what's kind of at the root of this impulsiveness. If we take a pause to look at it, then maybe we can make a different choice rather than to act on it. The other power of the pause is really allowing yourself to recognize and honor that sometimes certain things just need some space. You need space from them. You need space from it. You need space from a situation, a person, a relationship, anything. And being able to, again, back to the impulsiveness, to not have to make it so absolute or black or white, which can be, oh, I'll never do this or, oh, I have to do this right now and allow for the idea, I just need to wait. Maybe I just need to wait, give this a pause, give this some space, give myself some time to sleep on it, to continue on with my life and revisit this in an hour, in a day, in a week, in a month, in a year, because this can pertain to so many things. I know for me throughout my life, I've had different times where I had falling outs with friends and family members and different things, right? My relationship with social media or different social 
activities or even like workout routines or different things where I thought something was very vital and important to me. And I suddenly came to realize that I, I need some space from this. And again, sometimes I would speak in absolutes and say, okay, I'm done with this. I'm totally done. I, I'll give one example. <laughs> when I was, oh gosh, this was 2008. I must've been, I was in my early twenties. And I swear this was one of the earliest catalysts of my spiritual journey. I decided that I was going to do, they had a 60-day challenge at a hot yoga studio, Bikram, as it was formerly called, I believe since allegations came out against the creator of Bikram Yoga, Bikram himself, they just call it hot posing yoga maybe. And I did it and I completed the challenge and through those 60 days, something changed in me. I was in a strange time in my life where I was working a job I didn't really love, you know, that weird life exploration, existential crisis that happens in our 20s where we're like, who the heck am I? What the hell am I going to do with my life? All those things. And something just, as I speak too often in this show, is the power of somatics and things moving through your body, doing work, exercises that move emotional blocks through your body. And something broke out during that time. And there there were several of those 60 classes that I did in a row for 60 days where I would just break out and cry. Sometimes at the end of class, sometimes on my drive home. And I was like, what's going on with me? Because I was not at a point in my life where I was able to really look at and see what I was feeling. I just knew that emotions were pouring out of me like a waterfall. So (laughs) the point of sharing this is that a part, another piece of my spiritual journey that's led me to where I am today. But it's also that when I did, when I was done with those 60 days, I said, I forget hot yoga, forget those 26 poses from Bikram yoga. I am done. But then, you know, a few years later, I was like, Hey, I kind of miss it. I miss that intensity, that heat. I'm going to go back. So the power of the pause and pushing through impulsiveness, we can be impulsive creatures. We can also be impatient creatures. We want things right now. We want them how they want them. We want things that feel good, that feel exciting. I am not discounting this. I am also a big proponent of going for it sometimes, right? Doing things that give you a thrill that are exciting. However, you can also listen to my episode about addiction to chaos. That's a thing, a thing that I've definitely had in my life. So we want, we may want to look at that if this is a habitual thing that we consistently take that rush, that thing that feels impulsive and exciting. It's a balance like everything else in life. However, back to this point, there are times in our lives, and I guess I'm doing this episode now because I feel I, in my personal journey, and I feel others, perhaps maybe my age, which is I just turned 38, or later in life, or just at a certain point in your spiritual path, whatever age you might be, that you start recognizing that maybe you don't want to keep making the same decisions over and over again that have caused you a lot of grief and suffering. There's a parable that a therapist shared with me once when I was seeing a therapist. This was when I was about 28, so about 10 years ago. Side note, I've had many different therapists. I want to offer this as a therapist myself. I know I've worked with clients and I always tell them and I say, you know, if you feel complete in our time together, you can always let me know. Because I personally think that there can be different seasons for a different therapist. Just saying. Other people stick with their therapist for years and that's fantastic. But and then some people can kind of knock it and say, well, you should always have a therapist or you should, anyways, first of all, there's no rule. Second of all, just offering that there might be different times in your life where you need different therapists. Okay. 
So she shared this parable with me because I, I was telling her this was in the throes of my drinking and using and dating around and sleeping around, whatever. And I was telling her, you know, that I was hurt. I'd gone home with this guy and he had not called me. And I was like, what the heck was I thinking? And I was telling her how frustrated I was with myself. And she gave me the parable. It was written out on a piece of paper and she sent me home with it. And it was something along along the lines of you're walking down the street and there's a hole and you fall in the hole. You didn't see it. The next day, you're walking down the street. You see the hole and you still fall into it. You're walking down the street. You see the hole. You try to walk to the side of it. You still fall in. (laughs) You get where I'm going with this. Then the following day, you see the hole. You get close to the hole. You move around the hole. You walk past it and you don't fall in. And it's simple, yet it's powerful because it's saying it takes what it takes for us to learn to move around and away from things that we've once fallen in headfirst to because we've realized, hey, every time I just keep walking straight into this hole, I fall in, I get hurt. It's not fun. We slowly start to learn to maneuver around the things that hurt us. It's a big part of our evolution, our growth, our spiritual path is to say, I have a choice. I don't have to keep doing this. I can make different choices. So this is why I'm bringing up this topic today is because it's been on my mind that I realized I've stopped doing some of the things that I used to do more impulsively. Maybe you have as well. Maybe you've seen, because this is what the universe will do when you start sort of declaring, oh gosh, I'm so tired of these dead-end relationships. I want the real deal. You'd think that you would just get the, the, you know, golden path to your partner. No, no, no. What you're going to get is a lot of opportunities to make the same choice because what the universe is asking is, have you learned the lesson? And also, do you really mean this? Do you really mean that this is what you want? Because a lot of the times we say, oh, I swear, I I really just want the perfect partner and I'm ready to settle down. But then this bright, shiny, fun thing comes and we're like, oh, 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. And we think, well, you know, I don't know if I really want to settle down. Like, I don't really know if I would just want one person. And the universe is like, yeah, I thought so. <laughs> keep keep going, sis. You know, you'll you'll get there someday. But you're not you're not quite ready. It's you know, we'll say in our moments of desperation that we're done with something. But the real test will come when we start making different choices. So when you really feel like you're ready you will still get those temptations. And that's why I'm highlighting these two words, the power of pause and pushing through. Okay, those are more than two words, but power, push through, three words, two different sentiments. So again, when I think of pause, that more represents when we are feeling that impulse in our body, right? We're feeling this desire to act on something that's right in front of us. When we can pause and look and say, where is this coming from? Again, identify and heal. Oh my gosh, I want to say yes to this so bad. I just want to go and go out with this guy and it's late at night and he just called me out of nowhere, but I want to go and I just want to see what happens. And maybe you pause and you say, oh, I know I really want that. My body wants it. My mind wants it, but my emotions are saying, ah, I remember this one. (laughs) I remember how this story ends. You fall in that hole. (laughs) You come back and you say, dang it, I did it. And it was fun, sure, but now they're not reaching out to me and I feel kind of crappy about myself. I wish I hadn't done it. So when we take the time to pause, 
there's a lot of different reasons why this is beneficial. It can give us the space to make a different decision. Maybe not. Maybe we pause and we decide, you know, it isn't what I want. It's just not. Or maybe we decide, I do. I know it might not lead to what I want. And I may feel bad, but I just can't say no. Okay, fair enough. But at least you paused. Pausing to check in with yourself. To not leave any part of yourself neglected. I just did a follow-up video to my inner child episode. It was inner child part two about developing a relationship with your inner child where I spoke to checking in with your inner child. In other words, your emotional body. When you make decisions, when you make choices, when you make changes in your life. Yeah, I want to act on this and go out with this guy. But how does my emotional body feel? Am I going to neglect that part and am I going to try to shut that part up so that I don't have to hear about its resistance to this because it knows it might not feel good, that the repercussions might not be great? So we pause. We start to take a pause before we act and check in with all parts of ourselves to see if it's a go, to see how we truly feel about these decisions, about these actions, because Decisions and actions are what create our experience and our reality. And life is just a series of choices that continuously creates our reality. So we have to decide, is this the reality you want? Do you like your life how it is? Is this how you want it? If the answer is no, then the sometimes frustrating response is, well, then you're going to have to make different choices. Taking that pause gives us the opportunity to reflect and say, I've stated many times that I want to be healthier and fitter and feel better about myself physically. But then the temptation comes in to just skip any form of workouts, eat whatever sounds good in the moment, not criticizing at all. I've been there in every way, shape, or form with eating and exercise and my relationship with my body. But the reality is that it comes down to if we want a different reality than what we have, it comes from making different choices. And if we don't take the time to pause, we will often just impulsively act on those opportunities that present themselves that are tempting. And again, it's about identifying the impulse. Where is this coming from? A lot of the times these things are avoidance techniques. That's where the impulsiveness is. Have you ever been in a situation where you knew that there was a more responsible way to respond or act, but the impulsiveness in you was like, oh, but I just don't want to care. I don't want to have to be an adult today. I don't want to have to worry about my health. I just want to do this. And again, not criticizing it. It doesn't mean you have to 100% of the time always do what's right, you know, like some kind of saint that never veers off course. It's not that. It's not saying that there aren't days where you just want to stay in bed and hibernate and eat junk food and watch a movie. Nothing wrong with that. But if, you, if, if that is happening so frequently that it's impacting your health and your mental health and your well-being and you're starting to feel crappy and depressed, then we want to look at it. Everything is balance. Everything. So we take a look and we say, okay, I really want to skip the gym and go to got fast food. However, last time I did that, I went to sleep feeling so shitty and I didn't sleep well. So I'm going to go to the gym and I'm going to make a stir fry 
with lots of veggies. <laughs> Yum. And um, that's how change happens is when we take that pause and we think, we pause to think about our decisions. The other part of this that I'm speaking to is the push through. So the power in this is recognizing that these impulses are often short-lived. So pause to me is different than push through. Pause is where you're moving into a space of sort of really checking in, going within, asking yourself important questions. But other times, and it actually could happen like after the pause, all you just really have to push through that moment. And it can be like when you're riding a bike and you're going uphill and there's like that last few hundred yards where you just got to really push, push, push. And then you get to the top and it's smooth sailing on the downhill. Super fun. <laughs> and I've just noticed that lately that these times where I want to do something impulsively, it's really hard for about like an hour a day or even, you know, if it's something shorter, it's like 15 minutes, right? But it's like, oh gosh, I can't. No, I can't. I have to do this. If this opportunity comes up, I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it. But then I pushed through and an hour went by and a day went by and I thought, oh, I'm sure glad I didn't do that. And to be more specific, something I'm speaking of is so I've talked about how I'm on the road right now road tripping. I was living in Bend, Oregon before that. And um, I had someone that I had met that I was really attracted to. And we were going to be hanging out right before I left. And I thought, I should just go for it. We should just have like a crazy fling, a fun night. It'll be great. Then I'll just like hit the road. But in the pause, I realized, hmm, how are you going to feel on the road driving away? Maybe you'll feel great. Maybe you'll feel really good that you got some action, <laughs> that you got that outlet for, you know, sexual prowess, or maybe you'll have them kind of stuck in your head the way it tends to happen. Thinking about them, wondering if they're going to reach out to you, wondering if there's anything between you. Whereas right now you feel pretty neutral to this person, except for this chemistry, this attraction. But man, I tell you, I was ready to pull the trigger. I was like, I'm going to call him. I'm going to invite him over tonight. It's going to, it's going down. But then the moment came and I said, I just said bye to them. I didn't even, it was just that. And I'm really glad I did. But I had to push through, right? I had to push through that urge to be like, do it, do it, do it. It'll be super fun. It'll be great. It'll be healthy, good for your body to get that sexual energy going. But the deeper part of me said, you kind of made a commitment to yourself to leave this place without any ties like that. Because I spoke to this too on my show, which is that the last two big trips I did, I was involved with people before I left and they were on my mind every single day. And not to say growth didn't still happen, but I was preoccupied. I wanted to be free this time. And here I am and I, I am free because I pushed through the times where I was tempted. And this happened several times in Bend. There's a lot of men in Bend for any, <laughs> any single people out there who are looking for a man. Go to bed. <laughs> There's a lot of them. Uh, you know, a mixed bag, different types. A lot of outdoorsy stuff. If you like a big full beard, go there <laughs> in a man. Anyways, my point is that a lot of times there were these opportunities and there were certain moments where I thought, I got to go for it. And I didn't because it wasn't a relationship and it wasn't a commitment and it wasn't what I was looking for and what I've declared to the universe that I'm ready for, which is my sole partner and companion. I'm ready. So I pushed through. So this is my encouragement to all of you. This is just putting a bug in your ear about these, this concept of the pause and the push through. Pushing through 
impulse, but also resistance, right? Because then it comes to things like resisting doing what you've agreed to do for your health. And you're like, ugh, you know, I really want to just give in and not stick to what I said, but I'm going to resist that urge and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to make myself go. You push through the resistance or you push through the impulse to make a decision, a choice that you may wake up the next morning and say, oh gosh, I kind of wish I hadn't done that. Because this is the turning point when you start pushing through and pausing more often than making impulsive choices, you're going to start to notice things change, things changing. And you're also going to notice that you're getting closer to the things you really want, because that's what happens when we make different choices that align with our highest good and our highest goals. And there comes a point in our life when we realize if I don't do it now, when, when will this happen? When will I actually get this dream reality that I've always wanted if I don't do any of the things that it would take to get there? Because yes, there is such a thing as divine timing and divine intervention and things coming into place, manifesting, but you have to put the intention and then the actions in to make it happen. You got to do the legwork. When we do the legwork, the universe will do the rest. I heard, I keep hearing this phrase. It says something along the lines of take Take one step forward and the universe will take 10 steps to you. So all it wants to know is that you're actually making moves towards what you say you want. And then it gets all excited and it's like, yeah, 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 let's do this. You're actually doing it. But if you don't take one dang step towards what you say you really want, it's never, it can't happen because the universe is confused. The universe can see what we can't see and it's saying, you don't really want this. You say you do, but your actions don't match what you say, so it will never happen. When your actions match what you say, that's when you create a new reality. That's when you actually achieve what you say you want. And these are two tools that will help you get there, is pausing to consider, is this in alignment? Is this a step towards what I say I want? Is this a kind and thoughtful thing to do for myself? Is this considerate of my mental, emotional, and physical body and being and all of those around me? When we pause to ask those questions... When we push through the temptation, again, I'm not talking about like a saintly type thing, like don't give in to sin, all that stuff. Not saying that. These actions are not sinful. It's just a matter of if you continuously repeat them and they have negative repercussions in your life and are not getting you towards what you say you want, then it doesn't sound like they're working for you. My friend told me once that the Greek meaning of the word sin actually means missing the mark. And that's all it is. Yeah, sure. Go have a cheat meal, you know, go out to McDonald's and order whatever you want. Is it hitting the mark for the day about eating healthy? No, it's not, but it it's just once in a while. So it doesn't, it's not overall deviating me from my path. However, if we do it often enough, we're going to say, wait, why isn't my body changing? Why don't I feel better? Oh, because I'm not actually consistently hitting the mark with what I say I want. When we do things that are aligned with what we say we want, we will suddenly find ourselves living in the life of our dreams, moving closer to our dreams, having experiences that we say we've always wanted. Okay, so I hope this is helpful. Again, just a little offering to you that as we go through our lives, because these things come up every day, honoring the pause. And again, 
forever, <laughs> forever. Okay. That needed to be heard and said, I guess for, you know, it can cause result in forever different experiences for you when you start changing this or having things that are forever relationships that are forever health that lasts forever when we consistently make new choices. I also want to say that for whoever needs to hear this, as I spoke to earlier, the pause is also powerful when we need to hit pause on certain relationships, friendships, situations in our life. Again, it can be social media. It can be a certain exercise routine. It can be a certain social activity. Any of these things, sometimes it's just a pause. And allowing ourselves to not have to make big declarations of this is gone. This is out of my life. There are times where it is appropriate to release things completely from our lives, to cut those cords and say, sending love, I will always hope the best for you, but I can no longer be connected to you. There's a time for that. That's where, During the pause, you can decide which one it is. And if it's something that you're just not sure and you say, I feel, feel have real strong feelings about, about this person and I just don't know how I feel about them. I need a pause. Then take that pause and it will last as long as it needs. And then it could be weeks, months, years, and there might be a reconnection. Things can happen in the pause, in the in-between. People, different people can shift, different energies, your relationship to different things. You can change so that maybe you disengage from social media one day and a year later you go back and it's a totally different experience. Maybe you're not as obsessive or connected to it or preoccupied with it. It's much more relaxed. There's power in the pause for that reason too. There's power in the pause to allow yourself to check in with yourself before you make a decision that might be based in impulsiveness, which impulsiveness usually comes from a desire to escape, release accountability, to feel good in the moment, to not have to hold ourselves accountable. So we check in with our impulsiveness and we say, what's really going on here? What do I truly want? What's the choice I can make for my highest good? And then during that period where it's really hard, we push through and we say, okay, I just have to, if I can just get through this hour, if I can just get through tonight, I know tomorrow I'll wake up and be happy about this decision. And lo and behold, tomorrow will come and you'll probably feel better. All right, everybody. I hope that was helpful. Have a beautiful day. Take care. That wraps up our episode for today. Thank you so much for listening to Women Waken. If you enjoyed this episode, please share it with others and come back for more. If you'd like to connect with the Women Waken community, you can find us on Instagram at Women Waken. And if you follow Women Waken, you can get a free tarot card reading if you just send a DM. I hope you have a wonderful rest of your day. And don't forget to let your unique light shine into this world.